How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 73 with Hampton Yunt. This episode was so much fun. We went everywhere. We talked about Star Wars. We talked about Avengers. We talked about DC. We talked about a lot of superhero stuff. We talked um, a lot of stand-up. We, like, broke stuff down. Uh, in the beginning here, um, he's, like, playing around on my piano, and it's kind of loud enough so you can hear it. But I didn't want to take it out because it was it was pretty fun. And then um, and then he's like, it's in here. Like talking about the because uh, um, I was like, I'll show you my guitar. And then he was like, oh, it's in the fridge. <laughs> uh, it was a really good episode. It was super good. So if you guys don't like it, you're just you're wrong about that. OK, um, go to Facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Go to iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on, comment on it, rate, review, um, question, control, uh, yeah, cohabitate. Yamatat.com, there's a donate button for PayPal. Duplex Comedy Suplex has been going amazingly. Tonight we've got Adam Allgood, Corbin Recchi, Adam Christie, Chris Crofton. I say tonight because I'm doing this on Thursday. I know it's Friday. Um, and then this coming Thursday, uh, it's going to be Cassie Steele, Alan Strickland Williams, Barbara Gray, Esther Steinberg. So mark your calendars, do what you got to do to get here. Also, um, the Yamazon link that I had up, I still have it up, but apparently they like denied me the ability to do the associates thing or I don't know. Amazon figure your shit out so that so that i can help you help me help us help we um uh so someone help me figure that out please i don't know uh yamatat podcast at gmail is the uh, email so if anyone has any ideas of how to get um so that people can just click on a link and then it links back to me and then that would really help out with the podcast with the show okay all right. And at Dougathan is my Twitter, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the show's Twitter is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. So yam it up with me in Hampton Yant. This is a side entrance. This is, this is going to be the entrance that uh, I think the comics are going to use once I start the comedy show. <laughs> oh, is there going to be a comedy show here? Yeah. That's the remnants of my first piano. That's amazing. It, uh, 
Smash into a million pieces. Why? Because we were moving it, mm -hmm. and we put it in the back of my friend's truck, and then it was like, they were like, oh, should we tie it down? And I go, nah, it should be fine. We're only going like 10 blocks. Oh, man. And then it wasn't fine. It was not fine. No. So this is where you stay during the day? Or just like, this is your room? You're like, you know so I mean. this is how you live. <laughs> it's like, no, I actually and think filth? it's... I mean, it's like pretty awesome. Because <laughs> it's like everything I love. Yeah. Just like kind of cramped into a small uh, space. But I'm just like... It's pretty small. This setup is pretty... It looks intimidating, but now that I dissect it actually with my <laughs> eyes, it's like, okay, you're not like... <laughs> No. I thought it was like you were like a crazy computer hacker or something. Nah, and like, nah, nah. No, wait, this is pretty uh, elementary. Hmm? Is this all recording? Yeah. <laughs> is it just going? Yeah. I leave I leave that up there because... Um, <laughs> so... Uh, there's been a couple episodes where it's been recording, and then Audacity is like, I'm just going to stop. Audacity? Oh, the, it's the program. program. Yeah. And, oh, then yeah. I, and then I'm like, what? 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 So there was one episode where... Like half of the episodes just gone, and I'm like, oh jeez. Uh, oh, because, and you didn't realize that during mid recording. Well, it's because I used to have it just minimized to the tray, mm. and then and it's recording. Yeah, now so I'm like, know what's happening. Yeah, this is not gonna happen again. <laughs> this ain't your grandma's podcast. <laughs> That's it, called Gramcast. Grand it's cast. adorable. That's definitely on the nerve. <laughs> <laughs> a grandmother hosts a yeah. podcast. A kid hosts a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a lot for the eyes to take in because it's like it's so much fun stuff in your room. You it's have all. the original Nightcrawler action figure there yeah. with the suction cup hands. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of Axe Cop stuff. Yeah, just into it. Right I now? yeah, like I, with it. I got I got into it like uh, a year after it had been mm -hmm. started, yeah. and I was like, "This is amazing." This it's little really kid awesome. is just thinking of all these ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's and, pretty tight. And his brother's like, I'll draw that. Let's make a comic and a TV show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the t I, I'm sure they were just, uh, you know, happy to have the TV show. Yeah. I don't think anybody could have known that was going to happen. No. Um, so how do you begin? Just whatever. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how you do your podcast? Well, I'm not trying to tell you how to run your shit, but <laughs> maybe get a little bit more on point. <laughs> If you figure out what no. you want to... You I, I have a few questions I go through. <laughs> I don't want to hear those. But uh, they're all I scattered. I want backup questions. They're Man, all scattered. Yeah, you got so much great art. Yeah, this guy does... Uh, I've so seen he, those. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he does... It's called Unreal Estate is the series. And yeah. he's done three of them. And he did the other side of the uh, the dock from Arrested Development. Yeah, these are just like kind of like hyper, not hyper realistic, but they're just realistically portrayed like iconic, yeah. you know, um, settings from TV shows like Arrested Development and Simpsons. Yeah, they're drawn super well. And then, yeah, the other one. See, I'm out. explaining stuff to your podcast listeners <laughs> that you should be doing. I like how you're like, it's that laissez-faire. I'm like, then it's unlistenable. <laughs> You have to give some fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do, I do. Uh, I don't edit. <laughs> but, Why would you? But. But. But I do describe things when I point to them, or like if it's something that... Except for that time. <laughs> no, I, I, I described the brush as about... Well, okay. I didn't go into detail. Okay, so the brush strokes on this drawing are actually... Uh, <laughs> you have to explain old italic. I don't know art. <laughs> First, 
then how? <laughs> Nuanced. Strike through? Uh, do people still use that? It, 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 I love that website, right? Did you get it through Spokeart? Spokeart, yeah. 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 Great. Tim Doyle, I think, is his name. Yeah. And oh, he's the artist? He's done a bunch. There was, like, a Seinfeld one. It was, like, a picture of the <laughs> diner and, like... Um, I'm so into that stuff. I yeah. think it's great. I bought a Robot Arms apartment um, one what? by him. He oh, oh, yeah, the yeah. Robot Arms apartment from Futurama. I wanted to get that. But then uh, I was, like, out of town. Like, it got delivered, and then, it, like... Uh, or, you know, it didn't get delivered, so then they took it to the post office... And then, like, I didn't pick it up in time because I'm just lazy. Like, uh-huh. I kind of was like, it'll be there. Like, yeah. what are they going to do? And yeah. then they were like, we sent it back to the people. What? So, kind of after all that happened, they emailed me, and it was just embarrassing. And I was like, you know, I'll just... <laughs> Did you just I'll take just, a refund? Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, like, I just didn't respond. I just was like, my money came back, and, you know, no harm, no foul. So, fuck it. It kind of was one of those things I bought while drunk, so I was like... Yeah. But it's like, a really I good one. I wanted it, but it's also like I could justify not having it. Yeah, they had nighttime and daytime for that, right? I know there was a couple. No, it was nighttime for the one I was getting. Okay, there was the one with like the, the Planet Express, uh, bu- yeah. business, yeah. and there was the one where it was like daytime, and yeah. then the nighttime one like glowed in the dark or whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> gross. That's, <awesome. laughs> that's too much. Glow <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Who's excited by that still? Oh, oh! You like my bed, huh? How do you like me now? Flip off the switch. Oh, (laughs) your penis! Yeah, it's the the entire appeal of glow in the dark. Like we're not supposed to be seeing this for like the six seconds. It's so so dies quick. Like what was like the longest glow in the dark has worked? Oh man, I don't know. you're, it's almost like eerie where it's like hour four you're like that thing should be dark <laughs> the photoluminescent cells in that thing should have oh wow <laughs> <laughs> that's true they're full of photoluminescent cells that's a lot like uh, that's a lot like my place oh just people shouting all the time yeah people next door and then you're like yeah, this is loud <laughs> For a loud neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Still. I'm sure this will be a common talking point. This? For a lot of comics to be like, oh, look at that. Or yeah, that. It, it has been a little bit, yeah. That that Star Wars one I got out of a record that I found at a garage sale. What do you mean, a record? It was folded up in the. Oh, yeah. Oh, gatefold. Is, that, is that the. Or- orchestra music like record yeah 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 for the soundtrack yeah yeah i think my brother had something like that um yeah and i bet there's one for empire and jedi in those records too i mean that looks beautiful that looks better than most of the movie posters yeah it's an incredible like (laughs) star wars is just so incredible because it's so many lucky factors piled up where it's like the art is amazing yeah like every part of star (laughs) wars just went off amazing Mm mm-hmm so it's and then, yeah. just kind of like incredibly lucky because no one really had much idea. How psyched were you with the new trailer? Amazingly psyched. Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. It's gonna be so good. I'm super down for it. Did you watch the video of the B88? What's the? Oh, what the the or BB8? How they're gonna be? I think it's BB8. Yeah, BB8. <laughs> That's not as catchy as R2D2, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. First time I heard that and I couldn't pronounce it three times. I was like. Oops! <laughs> I was like, R2D2 is immediately. 
C-3PO, immediate. Yeah. You can get it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, BB-8. BB-8. Yeah. BB-8. How they created the technology just to make him. <laughs> They're like, let's make him real. For real. Oh, really? Yeah, it's oh, not cool. CG. It's real. Cool. I'm down for that. I mean, how hard is it to make a fucking roller robot? I'm not that impressed. Uh, <laughs> like, it's like the hardest of, thing ever. BattleBots was like 20 years ago. <laughs> 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 I'm not that impressed. I mean, I saw, when I saw it as a trailer, I was like, ago. cool. I was like, I bet they'll be sold at like Walmart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Show me a real IG-88 that fucking kills people and I'll be impressed. <laughs> It's a deep cut. Show me a fucking <laughs> real droid. <laughs> uh, Is IG-88 a deep cut? I feel like that's pretty, like, he's just the new Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get his own movie someday and that'll be tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, do you watch any, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. or... Yeah, I love it. Okay. Have you? Are you caught up? Uh, is the last episode of Enemy of My Frenemy, that was the name no, of the title? No, there's one this that came one out Tuesday, so I'm behind. and it's a setup for... Fun stuff. Avengers Fun. 2. Fun stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, crossover they, stuff. They do a lot and, of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm huge into it. Yeah, I mean, I think so it's good. like, the. it's pretty much the best thing that's ever happened to me, is <laughs> the, it's television and entertainment. I keep telling friends, I'm like, it's funny, it's like, and it just sounds grim when I say it, but it's like, it's the best of times and the worst of times. It's like, <laughs> it's like entertainment has never been more, like, geared specifically to me. Yeah. Like, it's like, shit, when I was a kid, I was vilified for, I never would have expected would be, like, the premier blockbuster entertainment. Yes, Would be so Captain cool. America in a believable movie. Like, you yeah. know, any Marvel property. It's all up for grabs right now. And so it's like, Daredevil, the show, is amazing. It's so good! It's so amazing. Oh. And it's like... Have you finished it? You just couldn't tell me that. Like, yeah, and I've watched it twice. I okay. Love it. <laughs> I mean, I'm really into this stuff. And it dominates my time. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of justified it now where it's like, I don't know, I've been on such a movie and TV kick of like trying to like find stuff. And now, I don't know, I guess I'm like trying to f find out about like directors and why oh, things cool. have come about. The technical yeah. aspect a little bit. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, where yeah. you're just like, There's a really good oh, series. this person directed that and that. Oh. Well, there's interesting stuff on this series that i was been watching recently called The the Story of Film on Netflix. Okay. And it's like hugely engaging. And it's narrated <laughs> by this like Irish guy. And, he just, <laughs> and he, he's like, can you imagine a more... Uh, sentimental scene ever shot on cinema. You're like, like, no, I can't. Just describing how, like, directors take influences from other directors and, yeah. like, how it evolves, like, movie thought and, mm -hmm. like, the language of movies, which we all kind of just, su not subliminally, but it's, like, it's all just happening. Yeah. And we all uh, accept things in movies a lot. But it's, like, if you think of, like, the first film that's shown, it's, like, a train coming towards the screen and people are, like freaking out no yeah it's like there's this weird thing of like he goes okay so from there it's like you show a train and then you cut to a guy getting on the train and then people are like what <laughs> like blew their minds when when that first happened and then it's like okay so then there's you know welcome to special effects everyone it's pretty interesting the way he like lays it out it's like Look at what you're noticing here. Third perspective. <laughs> it blew everyone's minds. <laughs> minds. Their minds were blown. 
and, and it's like he's really committed to being like it's definitely the most like he mentions all the mainstream things that yeah. are important yeah. um, and how they all tie together. Like, if you, you know, just think of, like, how Spielberg, Lucas, yeah. Melius, all these guys were all at the same school, yep. <laughs> same class. Yep. It's like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> like, do we, you should find out about it. You should talk about that. Because it's so interesting, like, how something like that came about. Yeah. It's like it was studios had to die. <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> <laughs> movies had to suck dick for like ten years, yeah. <laughs> basically. Different studios are like, let's see what these kids think. <laughs> the kids are like, here's how we're gonna make, yeah. you know, Jaws, and you know, shit. they knew they were our future. <clears throat> they, I don't know, man. <laughs> they were all so high. Like that's the other thing. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, how many like, drugs were not, you on when you made that shit. guy? kind of worked you know like jaws didn't work the shark didn't work mm -hmm, star mm -hmm. wars was like an insane thing and if you really dissect it lucas had very little idea of what he was doing i mean no he did he did but he also had no real scope for it like yeah. he was kind of like let's take out the force and his wife's like no <laughs> really? that yeah she was the editor and she was like he fought to get the force taken out oh, and no. she was like no that's like the entire heart <laughs> Of the, like, <laughs> second part of the movie is Luke believing in himself. Yeah. Like, he was going to be like, yeah, it's too fucking witchcraft. Eh, I don't know. It's enough with, like, space fights, you know? Like, he <laughs> yeah. shoots the target machine. You know? That's why it's like, he turns on the targeting system. <laughs> yeah. You know? Where it's like this kind of <laughs> drawn out thing. Luke, are you okay? You know what? No, I am going to use the force. No, no, I'll use the target <laughs> He's so back and forth on it. Uh, force. No, targeting system. Force. Not. You know what? Force. The, uh, Trust my instincts. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm out of here. I Never just, mind. I just met that old dude. Like, why am I trusting him? I just met that guy. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't even want to go into it, but I kind of got such a funny joke about Star Wars. I just wanted to oh. tell. Okay. <laughs> if he's, it's like, I, he'll be famous someday and get to tell it on TV. I don't want to, I don't want to take it away. Don't take it away from him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so how long have you been doing comedy now, total? I don't know. No? <laughs> Two weeks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> close to ten years, but I don't know if that's like... I think it's close to 10 years. Yeah. yeah. There's always, like, a, a gray area, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, basically. I mean, I pretty much started full, fully when I when I did. Like, nope. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I didn't. Uh. But I also, like, uh, it's, I don't know, I didn't really, uh, I can't remember specifically the year. <laughs> I know yeah. I was in college, and I uh, was, I guess, your three years so of college and I was like <laughs> where you were like why am I in college yeah absolutely <laughs> I was like why am I living from the point of 12 on <laughs> like I was probably the most aimless and bad not bad like in a mean way but just like student like student and tried to fuck things up for the school kind of thing <laughs> like where I'd break stuff oh like, pranks yeah, like pranks. Too yeah, much like, tuna. And, uh... <laughs> I just was like destructive in that way, yeah. you know. Um, Gum in the locks. Did you ever do that? Uh, sure, but like not like uh, as a point. Yeah, just to, to like, do it to fuck up a thing. It was like, oh, let's try this one time. Like I was <laughs> passing a padlock sort of thing. Like, and then like just kept walking and like it wouldn't give it a, another thought sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, because it's you, one of those things that go, they're not going to know why I did that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it fucks up the school. I guess I've always kind of thought of school as, uh, it's more a prison, prison. than it is, it like, really an educational facility. Yeah. Like, um, I'm fairly bright, but uh, <laughs> I was flunking out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where'd like, you, where'd you go to school? Fr- where'd you grow up? Rural Virginia. Okay. Um, Northern Kentucky is where I went to high school. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So I was just like, yeah, it was a citadel. It was just like a... Fortress on a hill, terrible, oh, terrible place. Well, yeah, and no, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's like fine, but like I guess it wasn't really working out for me. And uh, anyway, so <laughs> I, I don't know. At the time, I more just thought, wow, I really, I guess I can't do this. You know, <laughs> I think I just had uh, a hard time focusing also. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I guess like you know, it just kind of they were like, well, he's he's bad at school. <laughs> you know, like there wasn't much thought into it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, eh. He's lazy. <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm pretty... I'm, I feel like I'm smart. <laughs> Ish. You were bored is what it was. Uh, to an extent. Because yeah, it's like, you, there's some stuff I feel like kids just aren't going to have... And it, like, I'm not going to be a, uh, a chemist. Yeah. <laughs> I have no... Wait, are you sure? I have no acumen for it. But I do know words like acumen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I know how to use them yeah, in yeah. a sentence. Uh, His vernacular and was incredible. Of, yeah, and if maybe I had thought to focus on it or it had been encouraged or something like that. Maybe yeah. I would have been a better student. But I just didn't think about it also. It just seemed cruel to like get kids up at a young time uh, sorry young, young time, time. Or early time of the day and also like the teachers are pretty tapped out i mean like yeah. you maybe have one good teacher if you're lucky i did i had one teacher. one good teacher was great and i was like this guy's and that awesome. teaches you where you go so there is a another way yeah. but then it's just not really like that guy never really like her yeah. girl uh stays with you you know <laughs> there's no mr feeney for your entire life like cory matthews should have been a fucking genius he just in the show boy meets yeah. world because yeah. mr feeney was there every was day of his mentor. life and that guy was a genius and was accomplished and like went to like i think actually they gave him a fake school for the show but uh anyway probably harvard or oxford or one of those it just always blew my mind i'm like man he, this kid doesn't really get to try out apply a himself no he just got mr turner for like a brief amount of time Mr. Turner was more focused on just helping Sean. Troubled Sean. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah troubled kids. Yeah. I'm the one I'm gonna do with this kid. <laughs> Listen, I may be cool and have a motorcycle jacket and an earring. Yeah, fucking. But I know how to treat troubled kids. That rebel teacher. Yeah. That is so fun. So cool. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I, uh, in college, I, I finally got into college. I uh, went to community college at first, and it kind of... Because that schedule's a little bit more free, I was able to do a little <laughs> bit better. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I guess, you know, I got into Virginia Tech and uh, oh. went... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just before. And... Um, and I think it was because of me that that happened. <laughs> that the shooting happened. I think it's because of my presence at that campus. Um, I wasn't even going there. But I then just I, uh, going like, oh. oh, Virginia Tech. I've heard of that school. Oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does make the news a lot. It was making the news right before them because the one of the fucking athletes was the, a Vic, and uh, he would, I think he, like, beat up somebody or he was just in the news a lot like okay. 
he was like a star athlete who was like beating up people <laughs> <laughs> fucking up <laughs> shit and then uh, yeah it's always been a big sports school I never went to any games which is kind of you know maybe a fault on my part but it's never fine. had any interest it's fine I, I didn't go to any of our high school games ever because I was just like I maybe watched I think they had a pep rally thing and I think I just watched I mean, I get it. Like, I'll watch. I'll, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I understand, I understand why the basic mechanics of sport it. Sport happens. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, especially with. I mean, college, I could kind of understand because those are like athletes. The high school, it's like, are we fucking kidding? <laughs> like, you know, like maybe there's a kid who's like a quarter talented. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and he's high on school basketball. Protein. It sucks. It's not. <laughs> I'll watch an athlete, like you know, on Sports Center, and I'll see like uh, a sh- like. I've, I've really gained uh, respect for, like, physical intelligence because mm-hmm. it's, like, you have to train your body for so long to throw a ball to hit, like, a pinpoint, yeah. you know, area. And it's, like, you can't expect that person to, like, also learn, you know, like, <laughs> anything else. Like, it's just insane to ask a, a person to be, like, oh, and learn, you know, business. Yeah. And learn, like, you want me to learn, ask anybody to learn how to fucking execute a spiral throw. <laughs> I don't know anything about sports and I know that's fucking difficult and I know it takes hours and hours of training and it's like because it can lead to jobs where you get money <laughs> so it's just as Big worthwhile money. as getting you know trying to be a, a, a stock trader some shit yeah. <laughs> stock trader stock trader I went to school for this shit <laughs> I went to school for this buy sell sell, sell. Buy it yeah. and then sell it immediately. How's that guy more educated than somebody who knows how to throw a ball really well? Oh, he's not. If you really think about it, they both focused about the same amount. And he keeps making these dollar bets with such high stakes. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so good. So I uh, went to Virginia Tech and I started comedy there at a shitty bar. And uh, So about 10 years. Yeah, about 10 years. It was like a regular open mic, and you were like, I'll try it out. No, it was a regular show. Like, they had a once a week thing, kind of at a a hotel, Mm -hmm. like on camp campus area yeah. where students would go like we would sometimes go like to dance or like they'd have like music playing like I know it's kind of weird like it really wasn't my scene it was I just started dancing being, in like, my chair I went once and was like I think I get the gist of this like <laughs> and the funny thing is I'm a pretty good da- I'm, I'm not like bad at dancing but I also think it's just boring as shit <laughs> You're like, what's our end game here? Are we getting our wiggles out for just, adults? It's so tiring. It's so sweaty. You're just like, like, want to run a marathon? Yeah. No, no not really. I don't. <laughs> what about one, a half marathon? Maybe once a year. Uh, uh. Yeah. But people have the endurance to do that yeah. once a week. You tell me they're not educated. <laughs> they train their bodies to go to a club once a week. You tell me they're not educated. Their whole body's educated. <laughs> okay. Okay. They know how to drink. <laughs> I like this character. Like, yeah, he just de- defends everybody. You think athletes aren't educated? Tell me. Just because. <laughs> There's so much training. It goes straight from their brain to their muscles. Okay? They don't have time to learn to not mm-hmm. beat women. <laughs> they're, le- they're training their bodies. <laughs> I'm like excusing everything. Like, yeah. They don't have time to learn manners. 
They're, they're giants. They're training for a reality show that'll come up at some point <laughs> called No Manners. Oops. You put on 40 pounds of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how easy that is. <laughs> Yeah, athletes. <laughs> Ringing endorsement from us. Jex. <laughs> oh, Jux. Jux. I heard Jux, and then I was Jux. like, Juxtaposition? Jux. I hate Jux. I like athletes. <laughs> I call respect an Olympiad. I'm not going to respect a high school basketball player. Yeah, no, get out of here. The guy's just trying to get pussy. <laughs> And but, succeeding. but like Bo Jackson is like an athlete who I'll respect. Like he's got like a philosophy to it. Yeah, he he knows In the same way Bruce Lee does. You know what I mean? Like some people are just super smart about their shit. Mm-hmm. Bo did baseball and football. Baseball and football. He knew. and he could have done like other shit. He's just like the most talented human being alive. What if he was like, I'm gonna be the first black hockey player? <laughs> Absolutely could have done it without a doubt. Watch anything about Bo Jackson, he could have done it. <laughs> Bo knows everything. Yeah. To do football and baseball is already, like, incredible. I mean, yeah, I mean, skating's hard, but it's like, yeah, I guess, like, skating's pretty... You can't undersell the skating yeah. aspect. You have to kind of get that at a young age. Wait, ice skating or skateboarding? Skate. Yeah. Because skateboarding, too. That's, skateboarding, absolutely. You can't accidentally do <laughs> land, like, a 360 I flip. I think there's a point of that, which is that, like, you have to uh, be, like, bashed around as a kid before you have a fear of death, basically. Like, yeah. 20 years old is when you first start to get a fear of death. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like a, it's like a, uh, biological thing. <laughs> like it's in your brain. <laughs> At 20, your body starts going. Yeah. It starts huh. to realize that you are, you have mortality. Okay. <laughs> Basically. It's the same reason. Like you think back on shit in your teens and you're like, man, I could have died without a doubt. Like, yeah, you know, a yeah. bunch of stuff. But then like, that just seems to happen a lot less. <laughs> and yeah. You're getting like educated, but like, I don't know. I think there's also like, you're learning that <laughs> you're learning that as you grow older, so does your body. Yeah. And then you're, you're not like, indestructible. Yeah. Your pain has, it's been set. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But if you can figure out balance and shit like that at a young age before all that shit's set, yeah. you know, you're yeah. doing, you can learn how to skate pretty well, but and you gotta start at like eight, like you gotta yeah. get young and hit your face and all that shit. <laughs> but that, you know, cause you're gonna hit your face. You don't want to hit your face at like 35 and then go, like, oh shit. Like. It's going to be like this forever Yeah, now. it'd be more insane <laughs> to be like, I'll never fall. Like, you're you're going to fall. So if you're going to, you know, try and... And kids', kids faces are a lot more resilient. <laughs> they bounce right back. They bounce a lot further back. If you get a scar on your face when you're a kid, it's usually healed by the time you're in your 20s. It's true. My Every time bo- I've punched a small child, I mean, they, they bounce right back. They bounce right back. <laughs> That's why there's. I've so never funny. punched a small child. <laughs> I picked one up like a folding chair and smacked it into another child. That was just fun. I take abuse to like uh, another level, absurd a wrestling level, Harold Lloyd, <laughs> physical comedy level, like, a Rube Goldberg level. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I stepped on that. Oh no, I had nothing. I'm just looking at your room now. I'm seeing, <laughs> seeing projects. Yeah, this was a. Um, I'm pointing down now. This was a script for Night of the Living Dead, but mm. it was like um, from a different perspective. 
From the zombies' perspective? It's from the people at the radio station who uh-huh. were, like, tuning everyone in and, like... Huh. <laughs> from the zombies. Some, I mean, some of the people. Some of the, And it was a... This girl wrote it for her high school or while she was in high school oh, or cool. something. Yeah, and so then uh, me and, like, seven other people did all the voices. It was, like, a stage reading thing nice. at Nerdist. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez, man. It was fun. Creative. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Are you going like, to carry this creative legacy through stand-up as you pursue it? Of course. How weird are you prepared to get with stand-up? <laughs> I feel like everybody's good re- weird their first couple years, and then it like it gets out of their system. And they go, okay, I'm good. Yeah? Everybody tries weird stuff, you know. I do like doing trying weird stuff. And like sometimes I'm like, you know what? Power of three can be power of two. <laughs> There's no rules. Like, oh well, yeah, that's. <laughs> You're like, no, Doug. That's a rule. Yeah, it's like, called the power of three. I think like rule of three is for like <laughs> something for autistic people to say to themselves. <laughs> yeah, like to justify why yeah, yeah. this one thing or OCD. in comedy works. Or OCD, like no, that's a three. Yeah, it's kind of like Where's saying like vomit's always funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's always funny. <laughs> sure, but. And what? Yeah. And what do you do with that? Yeah, I don't know. Vomit on stage? Yeah, you can't just do that forever. (laughs) (laughs) That bit would get so old. You can usually get a laugh in any bit when you go like, and then I vomited. (laughs) People are like, (laughs) he made the noise. Like on a biochemical level, they're like, (laughs) 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 your body's just like, I've done that one before. In the same way you can get a, a laugh by by listing three things yeah. you're like I come in everything pussies tissues pizza <laughs> deep dish you just you just like, wrote the best joke yeah, ever man. yeah <sighs> stuffed crust you just tag it with like elements of that third thing you know you said like extra bacon extra bacon yeah like that's writing a joke but fortunately you know the real goal is to not be doing jokes yeah it's like you learn jokes are different than bits you learn joke structure Mm -hmm. enough that you can apply it to funny ideas and real life stuff sometimes <laughs> yeah and real life stuff sometimes which i wish happened more to me like funny stuff doesn't really happen to me too much I'm <laughs> way too cynical like i f- i never am like yeah i'm on board like i never <laughs> like jump to engage in a story. i'm like you're just like that was shitty yeah no, i'm like we're all gonna get hurt don't do that <laughs> no i don't want to go to that that sounds like a lot of money <laughs> I don't have the money for that. <laughs> Sounds like we'll all fall down and hurt ourselves. Yeah, we'll hurt our wallets, <laughs> our spines, <laughs> our pride. And then they're like, cool. Hampton. And our pizza. <laughs> cool, Hampton, you stay here. <laughs> <laughs> and ow. <laughs> then I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> it's so like, good. Yeah, it's great. Oh. Uh, I wanted to yeah, get back. Do you watch Arrow and Flash? I haven't seen those. I've heard great a, things about Flash, and I've heard Arrow is, good and great things about Arrow. Well, Arrow's like, of course, got its ups and downs because it's it's CW kind of blew and, the um, the trail like for it all. Where it's like what you see with Daredevil now, like okay, yeah, yeah. it's like they it's, did a gritty street crime realistic. Yeah, like here's a superhero learning how to be a superhero. Yeah. The one problem is they had to fight like the CW ness of it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is like. So you, you know, gotta like, get some teen angst in there. You didn't tell me you were an addict. You know, like, <laughs> mom's boyfriend? Like, I'm addicted to helping 
<laughs> and it kind of it kind of was there, but the first season of Arrow, he's just called the murderer or the vigilante. Oh, okay. Because it's Green Arrow, he comes. He's like, I'm gonna kill. I'm going. To, he kills the bad guys. I'm avenging my city. Oh. Like basically, everybody who's fucking over my city, yeah. I'm gonna kill them. Yeah, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, but it's like over time, and there's a process to it. Like he doesn't always hold the same philosophy. Okay. As a superhero, and right. it, like there's reasons why it changes over time, and it's like, and you see that's kind of where Daredevil is also it's yeah. kind of a question Man of Steel posed where it was like if Superman's realistic Still. and back <laughs> like does Superman have to kill <laughs> it's a realistic <laughs> yeah. you know, it's kind of like it's stupid to think that he wouldn't yeah and because I, there's bad bad yeah. guys that are never going to be good guys yeah basically yeah. but it's also like it's God on Earth, and if we're... Like, we already have the nice guy Superman. We've seen Christopher Reeve, yeah. Superman. Yeah. But then it's like, if God was on Earth, and he punched somebody, like, he's going to destroy half a city. <laughs> like, so in Man of Steel, which is pretty dope, I think the only thing that's shitty with it is the father-son relationship between him and Kevin Costner, his dad. Okay. It. It's just, like, a little loose and not well done. And, okay. But you kind of understand... I, honestly, the more I rewatch it, I understand the dad in that movie being like, no one can know about you. <laughs> because the minute you exist, it changes everything. For you and for everyone you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's kind of like, as a viewer, go, you go, yeah, he'll just save everybody. <laughs> but it's like, no, it doesn't. Because it's also like, him existing implies aliens, technology, the world is now engaged in another like it's almost like you're drafted in a war suddenly yeah it's like the fact that this alien now exists on your planet that's why batman v superman now exists it's like uh, the second movie yeah it's batman like as a billionaire who already exists on earth like he probably was batman a long time ago and he's yeah. like this motherfucker just destroyed smallville <laughs> and metropolis by punching these guys like this is like 9-11 times a thousand it's like cities are gone like we need to X this motherfucker and like take him to the out. whole city. <laughs> yeah, man. So like, I'm kind of down with it. So that's like a realistic portrayal of a superhero, yeah. which is kind of the um, the thing about superhero movies that's just been hard to nail down for a long time. Was in the past was always like, you know, it's Spider Man on in the '70s, but it's like it's just a guy dressed as Spider Man being like, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> and there's Did not he like, have a rope like they're he not swung focusing from a rope? on the heart or the interesting thing about these characters. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. which is what Marvel's always championed is like it's a, it's Superman if he got a cold and you know like he has a <laughs> shitty day at work, you know like that's what Marvel kind of is, and that's why it's always spoken to the younger you know uh, generation and everything, and that's yeah. kind of what you're seeing with the the movies now, and I like it a lot. Yeah, it's I'm a big so fan. Good. Like I'm really into it. <laughs> it's so good. I'm so excited for uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, you yeah. watch Community? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so good. It's funny that community's gotten funnier <laughs> a little bit post, yeah. like, being on NBC, because it's, like, the shit they're doing now, I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, that joke is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Britta, come, uh, as a character, comes in, like, one episode, and just shits her pants. And that's, like, <laughs> the, the beginning of the episode. She comes in, she makes, like, a zinger, and she goes to make, like, a pump, like, yeah, and she goes, like, fart, and she... <laughs> like shits herself it actually makes no sound she's just like oh god and then the rest of the episode is like her running around in the background of the episode like trying to find any place to clean herself off 
And then she, like, shows up later with, like, hobo pants on, and they're like, they don't really mention it. It's just so fucking funny. And it's like... I love how much they break the fourth wall, too. Oh, man. And they're just like, uh... <laughs> when the security guard comes in, he's like, Really? You guys still don't know my name? <laughs> We've known each other literally for, like, oh, seven God. years now. And when then they had like, on that little kid being his partner. Yes! It was, it was so like, good! You could tell Dan Harmon was just like... That, I, I rewound, rewound it because I was like... To me, I like to think of what almost, like, the philosophy is of it. Where it's like... Yeah. He probably saw that kid being incredible with his dialogue. Like, he gave it so dry that then he wrote that scene that's in the credits yeah which is the kid and the partner in the cop car giving the most realistic <laughs> yeah. dialogue like it's so serious i'm like you could have only been like this kid's incredible i'm gonna write another scene like yeah. real quick because it's very like you can feel the tone of it is like i want him to say a cool line right here. Like, say a cool fucking line what like eight mil eight billion people still grazing or eight billion sheep still grazing you're like who is this kid? He's so cynical, and he's like ten. The most jaded fucking kid at the world. <laughs> you know we don't have to be friends, right? Says <laughs> to the adult. You know we don't have to be friends. Right? <laughs> so Jesus good. Christ! <sighs> and on that same episode. Dan Harmon just wanted to talk about Avengers, so the security guard did it. He's oh, like, I know, right? I'm just excited about Avengers. Avengers? 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 Pointing around the room? <laughs> that, uh, the, the little, uh, road documentary, <coughs> Harmontown, that's on Netflix, right, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, I go And that the... gave me a lot of insight into feeling like, then this new season of Community, like, I feel it. Like, yeah. Because you see, he's now more direct for one like mm -hmm. he writes an episode it's able to get out a lot quicker so yeah. the avengers kind of joke you know what i mean like yeah. he it's timed just, it perfectly it's yeah. just so different yeah. you know it's fucking awesome it's so good <laughs> when uh oh the the joke that was like pull yourself up by your own um petard mm. hang hanging yourself by your own petard and then they talked about it and then they were like what does that even mean? And then Britta's like, I don't know, I always just imagine loops and system of loops and like someone just like pulling a rope and then you're like hanging by it, you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then that came from an episode of Harmontown, the podcast. Oh really? I was at that live podcast where he described it. They talked about it and they and then that that's made so it an awesome. episode. Yeah. I was like, Britta is Dan right now. Like yeah. that's just <laughs> There's so much weird shit in that show where like you know, like, Joe McHale will say something about friendship, which is, like, so cutting and deep. Like, it's, we it's yeah. weird. And yeah. it's, like, that show shouldn't be really undersold. Like, it's it really is a discussion about modern-day philosophy, about, mm -hmm. like, relationships and how to keep them and mm -hmm. what they mean and, like, how much you should put in. And it's, like, you know, it's awesome for that. It's so good. I feel like, yeah, like, TV right now is what, like, film was in the 1970s like it's just like the best all the it's open fucking open wild west season, yeah like shit's just so different <laughs> now because it's like the accessibility to it's realistic now to watch a yahoo show yeah that would have seemed fucking crazy to me seven years ago <laughs> yeah, to like, be like wait. yahoo's gonna have tv shows that you're gonna want to watch okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll make time for that <laughs> I watched the pilot for Other Space, too. Yeah, I, it looks good. It's good. Uh, the dude from Mystery Science Theater is yeah, in it. They made a Mystery Science Theater joke in the pilot. And I, I was can't like, wait. that is so good. Yeah, Joel. 
<laughs> yeah, Joel. Joel Hodgson. Joel Hodgson. Hodgson. He's a, I've, I, I know him. He's a nice guy. Oh, cool. He's super fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch that show. Anytime you're watching a movie with him, you just like look over. Be like, it's funny. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> say some stuff yeah. over this. You're gonna make funny over the movie? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I just want to enjoy the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look over. <sighs> I don't think I could watch a movie without making fun of it. At, <laughs> at least some. Or just like nudging him. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty bad, right? Yeah, pretty say bad right there. Say something about how bad We're it is. watching a bad movie. <laughs> Couldn't be more obvious. Why are we watching this? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> how many... Wait. So you did Conan, yeah? Yeah. yeah. How amazing was that? Talk it was very cool. <laughs> yeah. Talk about the experience. How... Uh, it was really awesome. Like, uh, I think, like, uh, I'm very lucky to have had it happen. And... Uh, I was very thrilled like it was surreal and like you know I don't know like you rehearse a set a lot to mm -hmm. where it becomes like pretty rote you know like clockwork in your brain clockwork, and then, yeah. but you're still having fun with it and yeah. then you do it and it's like um, I don't know like it was all very positive but like cause it's a it's like a dream to have it happen yeah. like there's kind of the after effect <laughs> did you did your spirits like, fall after <laughs> do, do what did your spirits fall you're uh, just like yeah oh, that oh yeah basically <laughs> if i'm honest like uh and that happens every time anything good happens to me i fall into like a huge depression for like three because, days because you're like days. what now because it's just like it's just like it doesn't seem real and nothing like okay. also really provides that much enjoyment for me. <laughs> Like it's like except for Marvel, yeah, exactly. Like TV that's kind of interesting. Movies. That's why I'm saying like the best of times, the worst of times. Like yeah. the entertainment that I get gives me so much pleasure on a, on a deep like level because it's like from my childhood and yeah. it's also deep. Like as we're talking with community, like there's so yeah. much layers to the entertainment that you are interested now. It's kind of funny when you know like to be like in the past like I don't read or something like that. Like, <laughs> or I watch TV. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, they're both really, escapist, and really it, if you're watching much. smart television and reading good bad books, you yeah. know what I mean. Like there's shitty books, and you know there's yeah. tons of these sort of things. There's people who reread shitty books, but it's like one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I read basically a cup. Like there's a couple books I just reread because oh, okay. I get so much out of them. Yeah. Like the the and um there's so much about like philosophy of of like thought and yeah. like I just get something new every time. Like it's really enjoyable to me and I feel like I'm learning by rereading it yeah. more and more and it expands the thoughts okay and I feel like that's something that's interesting about like reading that like um, isn't really uh, promoted like no one really talks about that yeah rereading like, and like re getting different stuff about what you thing and getting more of a sense of it the second time and yeah. then the third time and then like the fifth time until it's like so now you've adopted all those thoughts and then you've already like expanded on them, and now you read the original source. It's like the same thing with people who are deeply religious and reread the Bible. Yeah, or something. it's like they, it's something about you can that get, connection. You can get something out of it the yeah. more you read it. But when it comes to like life goals and stuff, it's like well, stand ups like it's like I kind of <laughs> I <laughs> love done. it, but I hate <laughs> it. You know, like it's like I've. 
I have to do it. And uh, I wish I knew how to like live a normal life and not have to put all of my anxiety and wants and desires into this thing that's very like you're it relies on luck and uh, incredible amounts of patience and timing and time timing yeah T- I it, Ming. It's what, timing it's what, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know so uh, I so kind of like when things happen that like I've always wanted to have happen but I wanted it when I was like 20 years old yeah. or 18 you know what I mean like yeah, now that's you're when I was watching Comedy Central Presents and now you're 22 and, yeah and, no, <laughs> now I'm 30 well, I'm going gray, like, every day. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, in that sense, I'm feeling more mortality. But more, like, you know, like, you, um... Now it's like, if something happens that's good, it's like a career thing. Like, I have to have that happen so I can keep working and, like, live. Yeah. So there's a, a sense of anxiety attached to it. And, um... Because there's some pressure. Because of that, when it happens, the relief is more like, um... It's a relief, but not like a success, Okay. Because it's not out of the blue. It's yeah. like I worked forever yeah, to, to get it to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted it to happen right away. <laughs> As everybody does. You know what I mean? First set. I was just kind of thinking about that today where I was like, you know, you could be, like, incredible at stand-up, but, like, still no one could notice you for, like, years. Yeah. And, uh, and that's just luck. Like, and people could recommend you, but it still just could not happen. Like, it's totally luck based that yeah. people at the right time see you so in that span of time say it takes three years before anybody of worth ever see, uh, three years is super underselling it but yeah. I'm just saying that it takes a long time where you're incredible and you're killing and but, then people are but talking no, about no, you but no one like, nothing's happening yeah, yeah. that's enough time for you to get an addiction of some sort drink <laughs> have a hard time and then it's like man he just lost he just, he just fucked up and that guy had just as much... Like, he was a genius. That happens to so many people. Where yeah. It's like, that guy was a genius. That guy was amazing. Why isn't he doing comedy anymore? <laughs> well, no uh... one cared in, you know, inside six years. And, you know, <laughs> like, it's so much patience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, it's six years, but in your mind, you're like, I could be doing this 50 years and no one could give a shit. Yeah. If nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. So, it's hard. <laughs> and you feel happy... And you try and stand by everything you do, but yeah. it's also like, nobody really cares. <laughs> I'll let that sit for a minute. Like, nobody really cares about stand-up. I love it. I think it's great. And I think the people who love it are awesome. But, like, it's such a small amount of people. Yeah. It's, it's getting it's one bigger. Of the more, well, it's like, it's one of the more watched contents, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like stand, stand-up comedy, you know? It, it's all over YouTube and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's all over the YouTube pieces. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't... You've gone GeoCities lately? It's all over. But, like, <laughs> case in point, like, I could do a show... Anybody could do a show. Mm-hmm. And, and just have a great set. Yeah. Right? And the audience is, like, crying. Like losing their minds. Yeah. It's probably one of the most they'll ever laugh. Mm-hmm. I've had, and then they'll tell you after a show, that was one of the most I've ever laughed. Like I, <laughs> I just was losing it. And then they go, "What? Who are you? Like what?" And and you tell them their name, and, and they're kind of like, "Uh, all right, I'll uh, try really oh, hard to remember that." Yeah. Maybe one of those people who had the best night of their lives mm-hmm. out of 
50 will then hit you up on Facebook and be like, hey, I'm a fan now. Maybe they'll stick around for a year and, and just, you know, maybe favorite your tweets until one day they don't like, the, you know, some weird thing hits their ear wrong. You know what I mean? Like, it's all like, so it's hard to engage somebody to be like, you should give a shit about my weird philosophy and comedy. Like, Listen to my talkie words. Listen to my talkie words. I mean, it's it's so funny to me that it's like, it's nothing. Like, there's nothing is really created other than, like, these thoughts. Yeah. So it's like, I all the time I'm like, I'm going to get busted. People are going to realize I don't make anything. You're going to figure out I'm a fraud. Just talk about dicks. This is insane. Like, but, uh... You know, with uh, with stand-up, it's like you have to wait so long for good things to happen that it's like, it's more just a relief. And then it's like you're trying to not fuck it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you take, oh, bet, you take uh, chances and you try and get more smart about or, you know, uh, easygoing about it as it goes on where yeah. it's like... You know, you the fifth thing you do on, on TV hopefully would be more relaxed than the first time. Right. And, uh, but it's it's different every time, I bet. Yeah, you can never really get... I mean, I'm this far into it and I still get nervous all the time. <laughs> Usually it goes pretty good, sometimes it doesn't. You know, what can I say? Oh, so when you when you walked out... When uh, I walked out. On Conan, what were you, were you like, yeah, let's fucking do this? Or were you like, holy shit? <laughs> or somewhere in between, where you just kind of tried to keep I was reciting a, my first line in my head over and over because I've fucked it up maybe twice you yeah, know out yeah. of the thousand times I've done that joke yeah and in your mind you're like well don't fuck it up yeah <laughs> don't fuck it up the, like, like those other two the times. beginning line the beginning line because I feel like if it's like if I can get out there and say it with um boy this is weird it's like I, I haven't thought about this but it's like yeah I guess if you get out there and you say the first thing. Yeah. First impressions are pretty important. And I'm not saying like you can't undo it, but like, <laughs> yeah, if you kind of get out there, all attention is there with you yeah. after the first line, you feel pretty yeah good. And also I believe, I, I, I say first Instinct line, like the first in. like joke, which relied on like, um, a specific word ordering yeah. kind of yeah, like, yeah. so you want to make sure that first line just gets out. Yeah. There's some jokes that are like, you know, more based on feeling and then some that are like kind of specific to a wording. Yeah. So I bet like you can't fuck that up. There's yeah. some, there, it's fun sometimes I really do think about that. It's like you have to say fuck here because if you say it like after that it diffuses the whole reaction. Like something like that. Right, like, yeah. If you don't let them know that yeah. you like just barely messed up some wording or whatever, then they won't. Oh man, isn't it be funny when you watch stand up on TV or something and like a comic just slightly messes up a wording? Yeah, I've noticed it always defeats a joke. <laughs> Don't yeah. tell me it's ever made a joke better. <laughs> <laughs> if a comic stumbles even a little, the the audience suddenly realizes this is an act. Yeah, the, the it breaks separation the separation of of. If we thought Suspension it was a disbelief. dialogue, yeah. and now we realize it's a monologue, and that's the problem. It's a monologue disguised as a dialogue. Who's this guy stumbling over his words? Who's this Louis C.K. <laughs> stumbling? Like, I've seen everybody do it. I've seen him. I've seen, like, everybody. It's just a thing about talking 
Yeah. It's just a thing about talking. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to everybody. You just eventually are going to not say a word right. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. Come on. And that's kind of the strength of it. It's like, you know, and that's something you you see. Like, I did a show recently, and I think I saw a comment. Yeah, like, messed, messed up the wording, but then, like, the delay was more prominent because it clearly affected them. Yeah, yeah. It's all just, like, weird group psychology. It's like yeah. you have to just, like, really pacify the audience and be like, guys, it's all under control. Yeah. It's okay. We're gonna keep Nothing's talking. Nothing's wrong. Yeah. The ship is still afloat. I'm human. You're human. It sank in my brain already, but uh, we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay. Um, yeah. Awesome. How about you? What you? Uh, when did you start? Uh, it's been about five and a half years. Oh, cool. Yeah. Five and a half years, and you moved from Kentucky with us? Yeah, I lived in Northern Kentucky. I moved to San Diego County, and I was there for eight and a half years. And a couple, like, a few years into living there, a couple years in, I was like, okay, I gotta do stand-up. So, how long had it just been building that you wanted to do stand-up? For a long time. Like, since freshman year of high school, I remember they did the career day thing, and they were like, okay, so pick Mm -hmm. a career Mm -hmm. that you want to do, and we'll get someone from that field to come in and talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I want to... I was like, I want to be on Saturday Night Live, so I want to be a comedian and I want to be an actor. And then, and then, my teacher was like, "Really?" And I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. It but, clearly uh, stuck with you. Her reaction was not one of positivity. Yeah, it well, was like shock, and you're like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't." Well, she. Uh, this right away. This is Miss Hamill, and uh, she. <laughs> She's she may, the one that reached you. Yeah, she may have uh, passed. Like she was pretty old then. And, uh, but she, it was, she was like pretty funny in that she was like kind of crazy, but didn't care. Like yeah. she probably had tenure and was just like, yeah, that's best. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, Those really? And then awesome. I was, I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay. So then she was like, okay, so we weren't able to get, uh, an actor, but we were able to get a comedian. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then this comic comes and sits me down. Jay Leno. <laughs> Who was it? I don't remember. I don't remember the what comment. What if it was, like, yeah, what if it was? What if it was someone that we know, yeah. Daniel Tosh. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna, like, you're gonna wanna point oh stuff. <laughs> but this comic was like, okay, so you, don't you really wanna do this? <laughs> Shit, really? Yeah, he was like, you really want? And I was like, yeah, and he goes, okay, it's, it's, it's really hard. And he was like, it's a lot of work, and it's really hard, and, like, you probably won't like get a lot of money out of it or whatever like yeah. and i was just like yeah i still want to do it so <laughs> he was real. like okay then like this is He's so real yeah that's great <laughs> yeah awesome. i'm glad he wasn't like it's the best no like the, i mean like if you can get talked out of it then you shouldn't be doing it. yeah you know? yeah and so that was like a, a turning point for me i think where it was just like yeah this is what i want to do that's dope and then yeah that's so really like cool. 14 my then the first time day, i tried it was i was like i want to work in comics comic books and <laughs> then they uh they sent like a woman because i lived in such a tiny shitty yeah. town they sent the woman who ran the used bookstore oh my god it's just like an old like defeated woman <laughs> i mean like they had like tw- you know 20 comics in this used bookstore sort of thing and like, <laughs> I had to like for the day go to her store and sit in the store and experience her day, and oh. she did nothing oh. all day. <laughs> I'd never seen 
such abject stupidity. <laughs> I, I mean, she wasn't really that stupid. But I just mean, like, uh, uh, it's like, this doesn't bother you? <laughs> I kind of also was like, if you have this much downtime, yeah. why aren't you trying to make your business better? Think, like, just get a piece of paper out. Think of some shit. What are you doing? It sucks here. Like, but what do you want? I, yeah. don't, I don't know, man. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was also weird to me. I, maybe she... I don't even remember watching her read anything. Like, it was just... Like, <laughs> Staring at a screen. She talked on the phone for a little while. No screen. This was pre, like, internet. Oh, pre-computers at all? Or... Yeah, I just sat there. <laughs> pre, like, fucking MP3 players. <laughs> yeah, of this course. Is, this is like... Well, yeah, I went to high school... Sitting there... 98 like, to 2002. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, there was the, a time where... Yeah, just 2003 like, was my graduation year. Yeah, so it was like, oh, people <laughs> people have computers all of a sudden? Like, okay. Like, I remember cell phones being a thing that people started getting when I was I in high school. I remember cell phones coming out, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. This conversation <laughs> is rolling along so smoothly. <laughs> The yeah. Nokia brick. You remember Snake? No, it is, it is interesting. It is something that I think uh, uh, comics will talk about continuing, and I, I will uh, uh, someday want to talk about. But just, like, it is kind of... It can't be understood enough that, like, I'm from a generation where I grew up without internet, and yeah. then in high school is when the internet kind of started, and then in college is when instant messaging kind of yep. started. So it's a real, like difference yeah of security the way the world is mm-hmm. <coughs> 9-11 <laughs> 9/11, more people 9-11 can't be, un- can't be <laughs> understated enough <laughs> i was thinking i was watching that uh that show the story of film and they made such a great point about like how digital is now you know replaced film basically yeah yeah but like because of that like when you watch movies sometimes there's just this air of like what's real and what, uh, how, how, like, in a philosophical could this movie standpoint, just change suddenly? <laughs> and it's kind of like in the language of films that we watch now, like that happens more and more where there's a sudden shift. Yeah. And uh, you also can just accept like things happening. It's like when it's mm-hmm. digital, when it's happening on film, there's an effect happening, a special effect that's right. getting put into the film. Yeah. And you can see it. Yeah. And it's always. Like that does something to your psychology a little bit different. Yeah, you know, sure. where it's oh. like this is getting introduced in, and you're a part of the magic trick that's happening. Yeah, yeah. But then when it's digital, it's like, what's real? I don't know what's real. But then with uh, <laughs> so then they talk about well, like nine eleven when that happened. It's like the personal hand camera was a thousand times more powerful than any you know yeah. like uh, digital or or film camera, yeah. and it kind of like just like the world after that where it's like that has more effect than like the digital film we're watching yeah as far as realness Mm -hmm. and then uh yeah so it changed it probably changed the way a lot of people approach film and uh the way getting emotion out of like stuff yeah (laughs) basically (laughs) (laughs) um ah yeah, I uh, dude, I love how JJ is like we're going practical. Oh yeah. On this thing. Yeah. And it's like good. Yeah. 
It looks it was, really good. It was shot on a fucking soundstage of two and three. <laughs> it's the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. <sighs> yeah. Um, I have a hard time. I, I uh, have the uh, Star Wars on uh, just video cassette. Oh and yeah. I put a picture up recently because I was. I'm just so ha- I'm just so proud that I have a version of Star Wars that's not fucked up. Adulterated, at all yeah. By any of the digital. The the Blu-ray he added. Vader saying no at the end. Yeah, I know. Why? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> for what it's purpose? Like he's like sneaking in stuff where <sighs> it's like it, it's called like just the Blu-ray version, but then there's stuff in it. <laughs> there's like Hayden Christensen is now the ghost instead of the other guy. <sighs> and then he makes a big claim that he's like, and I destroyed all the films. What? Yeah. Oh, I no. And once I switched it all to digital and made all those changes, it's all in digital now. The original film's gone. That's what he said. What? Yeah, that's how much Lucas loves his fans. No, actually, the, 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 the one way he does is he, he's always given the sounds available so that like fans could always make oh. fan-created content, and he's been very loose about that, so that pretty much is... I mean, that's like the for coolest... burning the film. That's like the coolest thing you could do to your... Like, to allow your fan base to exist. Yeah. But then to fuck them over so many times <sighs> by just not giving a fuck about the, the story you're creating. So bad. This must be such a turnoff to most people. <laughs> Women Talk, who don't oh, know. They're like, like Star Wars. Aww. Star Wars are obsessed about it this much. <laughs> I don't know what else to talk about. It's my favorite thing. It's but all I know. <laughs> it's all I know. Um, oh, uh, so you're doing comedy for your job now. Basically, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. and I, I mean, it's our... <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's that cool. Yes, you do! <laughs> Not really. No? <laughs> I mean, it's... It, I don't Because know. of the pressure, or... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I always am hoping for work. <laughs> so it's cool. <laughs> it's super tight. <laughs> now nah, it's just like at a certain point you have to, because it's... Too, I mean, it's like it's impossible to have a day job when, like you're trying to string together enough like minimal work that you can uh you know get by and get then... by but sometimes i look at other options like you know like i kind of eyeball looking at like uber or something like that <laughs> which you know I, a lot of comics have to do but were you laughing because you're like i'm eyeballing like other career options entirely where it's like yeah, stocks yeah. <laughs> like maybe a seaboat captain or no i, I had a realization like two years ago where i was like I cannot do anything else, <laughs> which has been part of like when you're like, I have to do this as a career. I've now gone so far down this road that I'm not really Outliers. employable. Outliers, 10,000 hours. Sure. No, I, I know exactly what you <laughs> okay, mean. Okay, okay. But I mean, it's like, I, I, I don't think I ever said that to myself. <laughs> well, I just said it. But I think at a certain point, you're like, uh, I'd like to accept this work even if it's the shittiest yeah. over the work that's more sure and it just sucks. Like working at McDonald's maybe. Or, yeah. Like I I've mean, worked at McDonald's. I, oh yeah? Yeah. It was terrible. I worked a lot of I, uh, um, like delivery, pizza delivery. Same. Which uh, mm. I think that makes the most sense to me like if I were to go back to anything because it's like... Um, or do something on the side. You can just be with your thoughts. Yeah. And listen to music. So, I mean, stand-up is, like, the thing you have to do. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to just stop doing stand-up because it's such a way to just ex- 
express yourself. Like, why why stop? You know, you don't ever have to. Unless you're Bill Cosby, then you have to. <laughs> just picture you going, stop. keep going into a Domino's, and then you're like, uh, I saw the help wanted sign, and you guys are hiring delivery drivers, and they're like, you're Hampton Young. And then you're like, yeah, I know. Uh, so are you hiring sorry. still? <laughs> yeah, sorry, gotta big dick my way into this. No, I don't think, uh... <laughs> As I said, no, like you're no, hired, no, whatever. One, uh, no one cares about stand-up. That's why it's like it's such a tunnel. Like you have to be kind of cautious of. Yeah. Like you have to get good at stand-up, but also like you only have one life, and you mm-hmm. have to make sure you enjoy it because you will not get back that time. So yeah. it's kind of like. Uh, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's well, it's like it. if there's if there's other venues that you want to explore and stuff, yeah. like totally keep yourself yeah, open to Yeah, it's like at the end and... of the day, like stand-up is like, it's a thing that we enjoy yeah. and you can get employed but by it uh, as with anything. Like if you're good at something, you'll eventually get paid for it. Yeah. You know, like, but um, it, it's also like to get some of the bigger things that are kind of like on TV, you know, like. Yeah. There can only be so many comics who are like the biggest fucking thing in the world, you know. And like, so if you're constantly just in that thought process, yeah. then you're always where you're like, I need to be the biggest thing. Then you're always going to be behind. You're always going to be number two, and yeah. you're never going to feel great. So yeah. it's like you should try and enjoy um, the time you the have, the social aspects of your life. Okay, yeah, and really focus on those two because when it hits like ten years in, you're going to be like. I just want to make sure I have, you know, friends and, you know, like, I do things that, like, I'm not just going to comedy because you're going to get bored with it eventually. Yeah. You have to make sure there's things that... You got to, like, spice it up, mix it up. Yeah. uh... And you don't, exactly, like, you don't want your options to be so boring that it's (laughs) like, oh, I finally have an off night. What should I do? Oh, I'll go see, um, uh, whatever schlock is, like, playing in the (laughs) theater, like... You know, I'll, just, I'll go waste my time at, you know, this shitty restaurant or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you should try and go to a place you've never been before or yeah. something. Like, and make that your thing that you go, like... And then, like, even though it's something that you wanted to do, whatever happens could, like, you could get yeah. some material out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Always bring it back to stand-up. Always bring it back to stand-up. I did that once. You never... Look. I... <laughs> I sit down to write uh, much. It's more like he put on his sunglasses as he said that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like what are you talking about? Right? You just turn it on. You're just a comedian. You just go. You're always right. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, exactly. You want to have good life experiences, and maybe you could talk about it. I find people talking about their days a little limiting. <laughs> like so what you had a weird social interaction and a guy said a dumb thing to you so many comics have told me that like the sh- stories they say are like bullshit and halfway and oh, I'm like yeah. and I'm just like what's the point like <laughs> could you just t- like I guess if you have some sort of thought on it like truth with a little bit of elaboration yeah, there's got to be some sort of, like... Core. Deeper point other than, like, can you believe that guy said that to me? <laughs> Which happens a lot. Like, yeah. I kind of was just like... And they said this to me, and it's like, lady, I can't help you. It's like, I was like, cool, you seemed awesome in that situation. Now I want to know what the lady said. Yeah, it's like, what's your... What do you think about the world? 
or life or love and that stuff's really interesting death. and funny. It's I'm not saying you have to just talk about that, yeah. but like I don't know I still don't know anything about you. That's the funny thing is comics always say like that's a really personal thing. It's like talk about things that happen in your life. But oh, it's yeah. like I guess weird shit happens to me and as I said, like <laughs> most crazy stories don't happen to me and to a lot of people because we are just normal. <laughs> I like <laughs> normal things that fun happens to me. Yeah. Not like I, I sometimes a comic will describe a thing and I'm like, that's so fucking like not relatable. Because yeah. I don't fucking freak out at people all the time. <laughs> like I'm aggressive on stage, but I'm not like just yelling at people on the street. Like I mind my own fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm a normal person. Like you know what I mean? I mind my own business or I try and get out of a weird social interaction as quickly as possible yeah if someone comes up to me on the street that's clearly like crazy i'm like no (laughs) 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 no like oh let's see if some material comes out of this yeah of course he's gonna say something crazy to you everybody says something crazy to you (laughs) you maybe know five people you'd want to hang out with (laughs) yeah yeah other than that people seem absurd to me like crazy Most people seem crazy to me. It's because we, I mean, uh, yeah, all people have their preconceived notions of how the world works. Exactly. And then when those clash with someone else, so, they're like, huh? If you well, can explain your preconceived notions to me in a funny and humorous way, that gives me some insight. Right now? You're just okay. telling me, uh, you know. <laughs> you can be like, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, the way the world, um, uh, I, I finally learned how, this is, like, this is a bit that I, like, started... I'd only done it once, but I was just like, I only learned to use a plunger at the age of 30. <laughs> because the only instruction before was plunge it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What is it? I thought you were supposed to, like, get, like, a good suction and, out. like, suck it out with the plunger with the pressure and then to give it another go to go through the pipes. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many ways you can fuck it up that you were still kind of kind of right <laughs> like even as wrong as you are you're still kind of right yeah. I mean the plunger went in the toilet so mission accomplished that's hang the banner already flushed okay it had a second life honestly you should probably just stop taking such huge shits ruin your toilet I mean what's wrong with you I'm trying I'm trying <laughs> No, I, I only have to use the plunger if some idiot put too much toilet paper in my uh, thing. That's always like, what are, you, what are you doing? Yeah, come on. You don't need that much. Haven't you figured out how your asshole works? <laughs> I don't know. I just kept putting paper down there. I don't know. Also, I, I figured it would clean and on the way down. You know what's really causing the drought in California is courtesy flushes. That's <laughs> when you're like, I've done half the shit. Let me flush now. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> you never do that to spare other people the smell? No. Of your... <laughs> like, you do I realize that if you flush it. it immediately, There's the smell, like, is gone. Because <laughs> you were quick about it. But if you're just sitting there for, like, an hour, and then it's, like, festering... Wow, yeah. I'm really getting into the mechanics of shit. <laughs> We've all done it. You've all done it, you We've imitators. We've all done it. Come on. We know. Classic poop joke. <laughs> Sitting on the toilet, letting it fester. Yes. See, I'm, I, I want to get beyond poop jokes. Do the poop hour. <laughs> Let's see the poop, like, 
thought. What? <laughs> shit. Yes, shit. And could, what? And you're, you're talking about shit and religion, and the comedy special is called Holy Shit. <laughs> I'll be here all night. Uh, <laughs> um... By the oh, way, yeah. I took out those sunglasses a while ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not just here with he's, sunglasses yeah. on. He's not, like, trying to be cool. Yeah. He's, like... No, I am. I, I mean, think like, everybody's trying to be cool. I mean, like, he's cool, but he, like, knows it, but he, like, doesn't know it, so then he, like, puts them on and <laughs> takes them off just to let me I've know. I've got them on my chin right now, like, cool Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Free the slaves, dude! Cowabunga! Cowabunga! <laughs> I just watched uh, Secret of the Ooze over again. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Toka and Razor. Yeah. I, I know, right? <laughs> it's like insane. The first one's good. The yeah. first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is actually a pretty good like comic book movie. Yeah. Like It's very it's close dark. to the source material. Very dark. Yeah. And, but then the second one's just so goddamn goofy. Like It's like, bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> right? I try not to use say that when I'm talking about Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that one was real. Bing bong. The second one is where they introduce an Asian kid. I just mean <laughs> Asians bouncing off the walls. That's what... <laughs> the second one's just... I always had a hard time with, like, Leonardo has the swords, two katanas, but then he's always like... Hit, like puts them to the side. Yeah, it doesn't so kill people with you. them. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to kill because in the cartoon, the foot soldiers were robots. Can you imagine if a dude just came at you with two katanas? Huh. He would murder everybody. Yeah. Like, there's the guy with nunchucks, He's there's the guy insane. with a stick, yeah. and there's a the guy with knives, and there's a the guy with two fucking <laughs> folded steel katanas, <laughs> which can, like, cut through, like, anything. They'll cut through your reality. <laughs> They'll cut your goddamn reality. <laughs> <laughs> Space. They're sharp as shit, man. I loved uh, watching. Um, it was like Ultimate Warrior or some shit on like Spike TV. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, doing the yeah. obstacle course and all. And they that. had like samurai just like murders everybody. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, and of course his sword just cuts through everything and murders everybody. And, they're also incredibly trained at hand to hand. Oh wait, what was I thinking of? I'm thinking of the one where they run the whole obstacle course. And oh like no, 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 that's Ninja to... Warrior. When Ninja Warrior, okay. they had a pretty dumb one that was like all the mechanics of getting two guys to fight without actually two guys getting to fight. It's like caveman versus Viking. How would that work? So then they have <laughs> on like how. all the experts who know everything about like how cavemen fought, how they you know talk, okay. and then they like have like a dummy of a viking made where it's like it's full of organs so they'll like <laughs> test like throwing a spear into that like what's the puncture like okay. and so then they have like a dramatic recreation at the end <laughs> kind of based off of everything they've talked about yeah. it was so dumb but like kind of fun it was like mythbusters but with fighting yeah it's like, of course, like, gun always <laughs> like, <laughs> like anything shy of that like samurai is like just like slice it up yeah, <laughs> with the folded steel katanas. Folded steel. Yeah, they go right through a knight's armor. All that shit. It's just like, cool. Well, you got all that uh, armor to bleed out in. It's gonna be a bitch taking that off for three hours. I wear wicker and move like like the wind. You know? But I use my folded steel. Yeah. Smart. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> smart people. What What's your favorite part about doing stand-up? I haven't found it. <laughs> uh, Ballpark. I got, honestly, like, just, like, really doing a, a, a joke that you're like, I love this. Like, I love that yeah. talking about this thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and getting a reaction. Because it's like, I feel like mostly I try and say stuff that I think... And I feel a little, like, um, antisocial or, like, a little bit like an alien, a little bit. Like, and... Uh, day to day? All the time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, stand-up is, like, this is why I can never stop it. It's, like, it's that connection. Like, um, it's how I connect to humans. And yeah. It's, like, so when I... Um, <laughs> Problem number one is as I refer to them as humans. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I feel like comedy makes you a little, it's like you're a little autistic to get him, but then it makes you way more autistic. And so it's like, trust me, most comics here, like, kind of deep into it, they tend to be like, you just think in terms of like, regular people yeah. and us yeah. and it's like you know regular people yeah. and then us so, <laughs> so it's it's when you're able to express this thing that's so silly yeah and it gets them to laugh and they understand it and they connect to it and then like you know <laughs> sometimes after when they're like i really got it like when a person's told me exactly why they like to joke yeah that is kind of rewarding. As done, yeah. you don't want to be like limited by looking for people to tell you compliment, you right, know, thing. Right, but, right. They're, but they're when it happens, happen. but and when it happens in a way that's kind of creative, where yeah. it makes you feel like, um, like you go, he got what that what that whole bit was about, <laughs> even though it wasn't expressly said. Yeah, and that make me feel good. It's, that make me feel good. That make me. That, <laughs> that make me really. That make me feel good. Really good. I mean, that's kind of the point, right? <laughs> it's like you're trying to, because as as it goes on, you're trying to challenge yourself, and it's like you're like, well, maybe I could like make some sort of connections that I'm seeing. Yeah. Maybe somebody else will see that. Yeah. You know, where somebody will, uh, he, like, uh, heard my my first album as a friend of mine but he goes like i just really liked how everything led into the next thing yeah and uh that was like a while back but that like compliment just really was like resonated he got that like yeah. i just wanted everything to kind of not be like segue into the next I, thing i knew that as like a comic at that age like uh it would be very damning to be like stop start and to be like um yeah and if i get momentum it's like funnier like you know yep. like and when you and when you have that's a really bit, the main problem with looking at your notes. Like I kind of understand why comics are like these comics who look at their notes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It's because it kills momentum. Yeah. And but it does create a different kind of silliness, which is like you reacting to the art that you're trying to force on them. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of fun. Yeah. But like it definitely kills momentum. It can take away from it. Yeah. And if you're uh, just connecting for like a solid amount of time. Yeah. And you're doing these jokes sometimes like new connections evolve where it's like absolutely and yeah. that's like a hugely rewarding part of stand-up yeah there it's was like, a uh there was yeah. a gig i did um at the belly room one time and mm-hmm. i was going just off memory and then i was started to go into a bit and then i was like that reminds me of something and i like riff, yeah riffed this thing for like a minute and it worked and i was like great like i'm gonna try that again yeah yeah isn't it amazing yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> it's always rewarding when it's like just a new thing to be surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a lot <laughs> yeah, to because, get surprised. Yeah. And you're kind of dealing in a, a business of surprising people with mm-hmm. thoughts. You know, yeah. it's like magic, but without the props. <laughs> well, some people have the props. <laughs> Man. I, I would love to see somebody doing fucking prop, prop comedy. comedy. <laughs> like real prop comedy that wasn't Carrot Top. Because he's like, you know, you could predict what he's going to do. Yeah. But I want to see like the rebel. Who's <laughs> the Bill Hicks of prop comedy? <laughs> he defied all the rules. His prop comedy changed a country. <laughs> then you're just hearing like, you know, rock and roll music. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He was bringing things onto the stage that we'd never seen. Child pornography. Uh, the, the U.S. Constitution. He took a shit on he the Constitution. He took a shit and then used his shit as a prop. I mean, this guy was doing things we just couldn't imagine. Whoa. He, he got uh, cancer, of course. Uh, but here's the crazy thing. He used the tumor as a prop. <laughs> Till his final days, he was using tumor props on stage, blowing people's minds. Nobody was doing what he was doing back then. He lowered an American flag all the way to the ground. He let it touch the ground. This guy, this guy was a maverick. He's insane. <laughs> he is insane. <laughs> Legit prop comedy. <laughs> so funny. This With simple. all the sincerity of just like, uh, here's what I think Obama about these drone strikes. <laughs> and then he like takes out a little drone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, whoa. Sharp political prop comedy. Or he has someone with like prop political uh, comedy. Prop political. Nah, prop political. <laughs> no, the joke, the joke got <laughs> way lost right away. <laughs> comedy one hundred and one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, <laughs> once it's done, just kill it. Get away from it. Get away from it. Fuck. It's done. It's go go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the most rewarding part for you? I dude, I do love that. Like making. Like the joint feeling of me saying something that I think is funny and then them reacting laughter like that connection there is it's so good especially if it's like something new that you haven't tried yeah and then you're like oh this is this is as funny as that might be also the best is more so than the refined bit is the new bit yeah that you feel yeah because that's just like. That is just connection. That's just you getting up there and going like, I think this thing, <laughs> as it's happening. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, like, that's the thing they always talk about with, like, movies is hard with, like, writing is, like, you just have to wait for so long. And then it's still pretty much subjective about the reaction to your film. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with stand-up, you, you are saying the words, <laughs> the, getting the reaction. Now, where it gets kind of dead and weird is you're repeating these things over and over. Yeah, and so but, you'll be so used to it. Yeah, but when you're doing that fucking new thing, <laughs> and it hits, and it's react, that's the purest form of, like, idea creation, response, reaction, yeah. just everything. It's like, such a good reward, because you're like, yeah. this... So kind of good advice that I've always heard is uh, try and say, like, old bits new. Like, try them again? Just say it in a different way. Huh. Say the order 
in a different way. And then you'd be like, except for jokes that are very beholden to a a word order. But like, say it's something that you feel, or you know, like it's like I think this about this sort of thing. Like you can arrange those thoughts in a lot of different ways because you're just building a case. Yeah, you know. (laughs) So or uh, come up with different examples for the things. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've watched comics do that, like where it's like every set they kind of come up with a different example as the comedic thing. Yeah. Because that's a way of just keeping it fresh. Like, why not? Keep it fresh for yourself, and then it'll be fresh for everyone else. Yeah. There's something to be said about, like, getting a joke specifically down. But, like, are we really reading joke books anymore where the shit's, like... Yes. Written. You know, like... (laughs) 1,001 knock-knock jokes. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... (laughs) It's like, more often you're kind of trying to express something, so it's like fuck around with it as much as possible <laughs> and talk with people who don't feel the same way as you <laughs> because they'll give you all the like angles to your thing to make you defend yourself or like talk about their side so yeah hey Hampton yeah. knock knock who's there <laughs> chair chair who cherry markers remember those ones that you smell and they smell really good <laughs> <laughs> best knock knock joke ever boy <laughs> Every time I hear knock knock, I think of uh, catch me if you can. Like, yeah. like, knock knock. <laughs> uh, who's there, chief? Go fuck, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. It's like now be a good boy and get yourself a good humor bar. That is such a great movie. It's so good. I love catch me if you can. It's like two and a half hours long, but you're like, yeah, it, it, they needed to tell the story. Yeah, every part of that movie is like amazing. Yeah, it's engaging. Dude, I think part, it's pretty de- close to the guy's life story. Yeah. James Ed McNally. The part where he makes it to his mom's, and then it's snowing, and then it's like playing that Christmas song, and you're like, oh, oh no. God. Yeah, that moment probably didn't happen like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Oh, God, Christmas <laughs> day. <laughs> That's so fucking... <laughs> Spielberg. Where's your mommy? Right there. Right there. <laughs> I'll call you New James. <laughs> to the daughter. Jamesina. <laughs> we'll start our own family. It'll be great. <laughs> and then it turns into child abduction. <sighs> um, oh, so we were talking Marvel and Star Wars and all that <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, board games, D&D. Do you play those? No, not really. I never got into it much when I was a, a kid. Lad. We had, like, we bought some, and I bought Magic the Gathering when it came out, but, like, I just like the art, and I like the descriptions on the stuff, but, like, I couldn't... The game just seemed <laughs> kind of... I also Pointless. didn't have anybody really to play with. Like, my brother kind of played, but, like, just with me, and, like, it's limited. There was no kids to go play with. Like, yeah. That sort of stuff. Um, it was pretty, like... Uh, secluded with my love of like everything it uh, like comic books and stuff like I got into it especially because uh, my bus stop was right in front of a comic book store oh so perfect every day for like years and years I bought a comic book yeah you know do you still have them all I have a ton like in my mom's and dad's house yeah. like in the attic it's probably like thousands of dollars of just and I don't mean like they're in pristine I mean, just right. the amount that yeah, I spent. Yeah, worth of, yeah. Tens of thousands. <laughs> like, over so many years. Like, every day I bought a comic. I mean, 
I had like every wizard, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. pretty deep into that and like, you know, some action figures, I guess. Like I kind of was like I kind of aged a little bit out of that. Yeah. Um but uh every comic book fan just, you know, likes to have like the 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 figurine. Like I've recently been like I kind of would like to have like mm-hmm. like a Warpath like figurine or something <laughs> like some like a Marvel character that I just think like, is cool and just fuck around. Like yeah. there's a part of that that you can't can't turn that off. Can't turn it off. Where you see it and you're like, oh, that's well, really like, cool. So recently with like writing, uh, which like again, I don't really sit down to do, but I do take time to be. Um, I love music as you do. Like yeah. I love to to write music and yeah. like play guitar and draw, and through all that, like you kind of are activating the parts of your brain that's like thinking and yeah, you know, gonna create comedy probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least puts you in a good zone. Yeah, to it, accept information in and you yeah, know, it like, lets you it lets you turn the thinky part of your brain yeah. off. You basically are a comic. Mm-hmm. You're the conduit. Mm-hmm. You just have to make sure it's functioning properly. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that's all it is. <laughs> dude, that's um, do do bits ever come to you like in the shower? Sure. Where you're just like, cause yeah, everywhere. I yeah. mean, all the time. Yeah. So and 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 usually it's it's not anything. You know? Yeah. But I'll write it down and maybe it's like, it's just a thought, you know, mm-hmm. like a thought that you go, hmm, that's different. And yeah. Uh, yeah that could... You just compile them all. Like, it's different. Some bits, like, come so slowly where it's like, I've compiled enough lines over time that it's like, I kind of realized that I do have a philosophy about it. Mm-hmm. That you have to kind of carve or dig and then you realize it was there all along. But yeah. then sometimes you start with the... The block thought. of marble. Yeah, the thing that's like you that chisel it into exactly perfection. hits you. <laughs> Weird. I'm doing a joke right now, which is like uh, I realize like I can't I can't understand anybody that would own a gun, but not for like any political reason. I just can't understand anybody who doesn't occasionally want to kill themselves. <laughs> like, like, it's like, so it kind of dawned on me that there's that's this so whole angle, and I've got more oh. jokes too, but it's like. Or tags, but it's like, yeah, a lot of my <laughs> politics, it's kind of why I've always shirked to be like called Democrat or Republican because the Democratic Party does stuff that I don't agree with. I'm a very liberal person. Yeah, yeah. And person, my, but but my, my, my liberal politics almost exceed liberalness <laughs> often. Yeah. Like, I don't even feel justified. To, to shove you into a category or whatever. Then yeah, there's like, going to be someone always who's less liberal than you more liberal than you yeah. cons- more conservative than you and they'll want to argue about it but the one but I go so it's like it's not even really a question of Republican or Democrat it's a question of optimist versus pessimist <laughs> it's like an optimist can own a gun they can look on the sunny side where they're you know like fuck you. like fucking around with that and uh, that's what I mean you know it's like uh, <sighs> that's good so, and it's a real thing that I I truly believe it. Yeah. So, and that's kind of the sweet spot with a joke. Because it's sincere. Because if you can always stand on your heels and defend it, mm-hmm. you're you're fine. Yeah. And it's also a thing. You also try and say something that is true to you that you realize. I think this is true for most people. Yeah. And then that's like the laugh. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's me. That's you. It's people yeah. are like, oh my gosh, I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. There's no right or wrong way to do stand up, but that's like what I think is enjoyable about it's, it. It's great. Oh, yeah. making making the connection, and especially when you're like, 
I wonder if anyone's ever thought of this thing this way. And yeah. then you talk about it, and then people respond, and you're like, oh, shit, they have. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's that. I, I, very early on, like, I just really hated when people um, didn't, like, get me, sure, but, like, when... <laughs> what was I trying to express there? Uh, you're trying to articulate how you used to not be able to articulate? <laughs> Yeah, I guess, like, <laughs> when, <laughs> when things would get, like, yeah, lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, a bit gets lost. You're like, I know the feeling that I want to get across, but I don't know the words to use. Yeah. You just feel like you're being really misunderstood. Yeah, and then you go, sorry. Yeah, lot. it's not that they just didn't get you, but they, they took you the complete opposite way. Yeah. Is, is disheartening. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's not what so, I was trying to convey. And I realize that sometimes through comedic, like, um, you know, sarcasm or irony when it's, like, really heavily laid out. Yeah. But um, only recently there was, like, a joke which is, like, it just is so sarcastic and playful, but, like, trying to, like, get, you know, make that like- to work. Yeah, because exactly, like, it's it seems like I'm probably being, like, um, a fake misogynist for like a part of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's pretty clear on. But I did when I fr- I put on that part at the end because it's like I did this joke at uh, at some shows and like some uh, female comics were like, I I don't like that joke right now because of that, like this oh. part right here. <laughs> And uh, and I go, but that's not my uh, my intention, right? Like I yeah. I didn't want it, you know somebody to be offended or anything like yeah. that. Like that's not really my intention to offend. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, if you shock or like make people think or whatever. Yeah, like it, it, it's not like I care if you're offended, but I also it's also not my goal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, 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 I don't think that's interesting to like. It's easy to just get up there and be like, cunt, like yeah. yeah. Cunt, 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 cunt. Yeah, right? you can be as offensive as you want. It also doesn't bother me. It's like it bounces off me. I'm yeah. a white male. <laughs> I'm 30 years old, white male. Like, literally, it's the sweetest <laughs> thing in the world. We have all the privilege. All the privilege in the world. Um, but uh, when somebody kind of doesn't understand you, it's just like... And you're like, that's not... I don't... Yeah, like, that's just frustrating as a writer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, but then... That's good because it's like that it, uh, happened. So then I tagged on this whole other addendum part, yeah, which is fun and like it's it's a it now kind of explains the whole sentiment, yeah. And um, it's just interesting to me because I've never had that happen, where I've like that was the first time thought to like change a joke, yeah, because of the reaction it was getting. Okay, yeah, not just discard a joke. But like add on or to. hold it and go. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> it was kind of like I understand why you're hearing that that way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's see if I can keep my idea, like still be sarcastic and do all these things because I want to expect the best out of the audience. Like, yeah. I hope you can follow me down, like a really difficult road. Yeah, you know? a crazy path where you're just like. Yeah. I don't know about... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so much that I'm offensive, but it's that I'm complicated. <laughs> like, and I think that's hard for people to, like, watch. I'm not that complicated. I just know that some people have thought of 
like they they seem very confused. <laughs> I don't think it's like I'm just trying to challenge it at, like as a as a write like as a writer. Like, yeah. I have to make myself laugh in different ways. Yeah, and you're challenging evolve. yourself and you're challenging so the like, audience yeah, too. Yeah, how am I gonna make myself laugh on this? So sometimes it's usually from like a darker perspective. Sure. Yeah. It's not, I would again not say it's ever to offend because it's usually a point about something dark. Yeah. Like, you know, something very <laughs> silly that's inherently true about something dark. Yeah. Or something that is very dark about something that's very inherently silly. It's yeah. always funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very interesting. Every time a comic starts a setup now, I'm like, I wonder where this is going. And I hope yeah. it's going this way. That's kind of the new kick is like, <laughs> I can tell now with like some jokes when I'm doing them, like this joke has a real clear setup and then this one has a it like comes out of nowhere like a hidden setup or like a yeah it's like i'm just talking yeah and then (laughs) and but then that kind of becomes a way of doing a bit i don't know it's very interesting like you kind of see the difference in how an audience reacts and they definitely prefer to not really anticipate (laughs) yeah they They wanted to smack them in the face like oh that guy just got up there and just talked and (laughs) <laughs> like he was funny as shit. Was funny. Like, was good. Yeah, he just got up there and just started talking. You know, like it was him. <laughs> that's something yeah. that you kind of realize is like there is no getting around it. At the end of the day, like you've got to try and sell. You're gonna you. laugh when I say it, Doug Cole, <laughs> as as a thing. Yeah, it's true. It's like why should we listen to Doug Cole? You know, and pay money. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like a thing that we then want to come see the next year. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing because it's like so much of stand-up is based around being like trying to be humble or trying to stay with humility that way you can see the outside world with perspective Mm -hmm. but then like you also realize at a certain point you're like wait people should be like listening to me like i'm a (laughs) word like you have to kind of then pitch yourself you're like Hey, it's just like pride, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's just being kind of gross. It's me that guy. Hey, wait. Uh, here's why you should spend uh, $20 on me to say my thoughts. It just sounds kind of crazy, right? So listen, I'm going to get a microphone. I'm going to talk at you. Yeah. You're going to pay $15 to the And the people. reason it seems crazy to comics is because it's like the idea of like paying somebody to make you laugh is a little like oh, where it's like don't you just go hang out with your friends like, I really want to laugh I'll go hang out with my friends maybe have a drink or two and you'll talk about the fucking craziest shit <laughs> but I guess but that's the thing it's like if if that okay so if that's not it's not the same though right but it's like because it's a performance and there's an art but that's really no one thinks of it that way yeah no one's like I want to laugh I came to the comedy like store hut <laughs> oh wait that's a real place <laughs> see it doesn't really do much to dispel the idea that it's like oh I'll have one comedy please <laughs> yeah. make me laugh. Make me laugh, funny man. It's kind of like it removes all guilt of the audience, where it's like you have to bring something to it. Well, I don't. He didn't uh, provide me a good show. (laughs) It's like you weren't listening. As a yeah, it's like how do you enjoy things? Do you just 
not engaged with the things you enjoy? <laughs> like, why do you treat stand-up so shitty? I always say, I don't always say, everybody says it. I, it's like, the, the hamburger is really the headliner at the, <laughs> at the club. <laughs> Like it's oh, like, good. The food's the, here. Yeah, the bur- the meal. Mm-hmm. They're eating a meal. Yeah, that's as direct a sensation as possible. <laughs> it's like if that burger sucks, you know, I don't like this comic now. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, these French fries. These are bad. So yeah. is the comedy. Yeah. Anything can kind of. It's all like group psychology. So it's basically like. If you can refine it to where they're paying as much attention as possible, yeah. it'll be better. That's why everybody, of course, wants to do a theater thing. <laughs> but I would love to just do, like, small black box theaters. Yeah. Like, every city's got a fucking little art scene. Yeah. If you could just convince people that stand-up was as worthwhile an art production as whatever the community version of Madam Butterfly or whatever. <laughs> you know, like... Is that a real play? Yeah, Madam Butterfly. Okay. I thought you were just making something up. It's like a musical, I think. Um, (laughs) As like Senor Cockroach. Like if you can... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I think uh, it's just kind of insane to me that like you, you know, it's always like (laughs) <laughs> they d- maybe will have a comedy act at the art center. Yeah. You know, but it'll be like um a one man show. A bad, yeah, like a bad fucking my my growing up in Brooklyn, the one man show <laughs> <laughs> fucking thing. Hey, over here. Hey. Over here. But I'm kind of like <laughs> all these great comics who can't they can't play every club. Like they can't get into every improv, but they're still kind of frustrated, but I'm like you're a fucking great comic. <laughs> yeah. Like you should just be able to tour around playing like whatever community venue. center things yeah, if yeah. you think about it because I feel like that is a community need yeah entertainment yeah it's, it's, comedy is a huge well uh, yeah yeah it's a form of entertainment I'm not saying yeah. that comedy is the essential but like but it's a huge a community small town uh, needs entertainment yeah, to yeah, happen yeah. you yeah. can't just always drive like out of town 30 minutes whatever to the local multiplex it's like that's fucking sucks <laughs> so it's like but you could probably inside that town find a hundred people who were like I'll come check out a thing yeah and devote some time to especially it. if like 20 of those people maybe taxes. have heard of you somewhere right. like so oh. the community center is funded so it gives the comics some money, and then there's like a you know a five dollar ten dollar thing for that thing that just goes directly to the comic. Then they yeah. sell merch or something like that. That could be like an entire way for comedians to live. Yeah, is you could just do that for all your life if you really think about it. Like there's interest; it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's just no real infrastructure for such a thing <laughs> to exist. But I mean, like we could change the system. Art is we'll game the system, important. Hampton. Yeah, if you look at what usually plays at a community center, like every time I go buy one, I always look at it and I'm always like, it seems crazy to me that it's like, you'll have a half attendance for like a version of Raisin in the Sun or, you know, like some shit that's been done like a thousand times and will be done there every year a million times. It's like, where's the original writing by a, like an active artist? Yeah. This isn't the retelling of Mark Twain's shit or whatever. Like... This is like a guy wrote this. Mm-hmm. He's expressing it, and there's like a philosophy, and there's a thought there, and it's like it's, it's probably, if it goes well, one of the more f- 
like you'll laugh ever. It's yeah. like at a stand-up comedy show. Like mm-hmm. it's a vibe unlike anything else. <laughs> so it's just kind of weird to me that like you have to figure out like a corporate way to figure out the clubs and yeah, like yeah, and to have that steady work because that's the way we're kind of uh, we think of things. It's like art is kind of like a dead thing for schools for public yeah works they take like art out of some schools right mo- like, a lot a lot yeah. and so that just kind of tells you what a government views of art inside its own society yeah and i would ca- counter it's hugely important yeah and i know it's like a privileged thing but it's also like we live in america like mm-hmm. It's a privileged fucking country. We can have our programs. If France can have fucking our programs, we can have our programs. Like, it makes children smarter, creative. It, it, it's like, yeah. you Critical can't thinking, even begin like, to, I can't even begin yeah. to express the, the numerative, like, redemptive qualities of art programs at some schools, you know? And, and also just, like, leading the conversation of the country to be like, that that has worth. Yeah. It's not... A lot of it. Disposable. It, because then, yeah, exactly. It's like, what is playing at your community arts center? It's probably some shit you would never want to see. Yeah, Why? There's know. a million artists that are fucking interesting <laughs> of all sorts. Yeah. So, so why why is, can't they perform? Why isn't such and such comic performing at this yeah. community center? It's a it's a community like job is you know, like <laughs> I put you know, if somebody plays music really well, but they don't play like top forty type shit, like yeah. you'd hope there's enough <laughs> like spaces for them to perform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, uh, which are you talking about? Like Lions Club stuff when you pass by? I don't know. <laughs> YMCA? Um, YMCA? Or are they just ones that are like what? such and well, such name communities? I don't believe, I, n- I don't know any inside LA. Like I'm not really familiar with this area. Yeah. But like in Virginia, they're pretty much in every town. Yeah. There's like a, a community theater. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually made by... It's like... uh, Well, it's... uh, I don't know how every uh, one of those exists. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... I think it's privately funded. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, some are, right? Yeah, Yeah, probably. There's tons of that. Anyway. (laughs) It's like a million degrees in here. It is. Yeah, I'll turn the fan on. Gonna... Asked to be let go. <laughs> <laughs> or you can turn on this really loud fan over the one mic in your podcast. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. It's fine. I I used to feel like a, nobody. <laughs> Twenty people hear this. Into two At hours least. of the podcast. It must be hard. Yeah, about two hours. It must be hard to keep a, a listenership. <laughs> I actually, I have the stats, because I, I don't use Lib, or Libsyn, right? Is that the one? I don't know. There's Libsyn, and then there's, like, Pod something, Pod something. Mm. And then the one I use is just, I just use GoDaddy, because huh? it's like, it comes with unlimited bandwidth and storage. Oh, cool. And then I'm like, okay, and then I can track the stats, but, like, not really, because it'll say, like, how many people have, like, visited the page or whatever. Right, right, right. And I'm like, super un- Okay, yeah. Like, I like, think we're the top podcast. <laughs> If I'm if I'm trusting all of GoDaddy's information, <laughs> what sold you on GoDaddy? The hypersexual commercials, the needlessly big-titted women selling domain shit. Like that's like who came up with the advertising 
idea for GoDaddy.com where it's like, big tits. They're going to be talking about their titties and talking about sex, basically. But it's, you know, for hosting websites. Yeah. You want the bandwidth? Any kind. You get the big tits. You want big titty bandwidth? And it's like, what? Seven-year-old. I, I remember first seeing that and being like, "No way!" No. I thought it was a joke. Oh yeah, I didn't know what was it, what it was. I didn't know what it was for. I was like, "Yeah, let's go, it was like Daddy." Super Bowl was one of their first ads, and it was like, "Wait, was that <laughs> web domain?" What? No. Uh, I love GoDaddy.com. <laughs> it's also called GoDaddy.com. Like it sounds like fucking. <laughs> it's like. So weird. It's true. The price. The price. To me, yeah. (laughs) It's like eleven bucks a year for a domain, or no, for two years. That has to be like the culmination of whatever Felix was talking about when he was like sexualization with advertising. (laughs) Yeah. Like he was like, you know, it's just gonna be a woman fingering herself and being drink coke. I'm like, you know, I love him so much. And like, it's like, I do love then, Carl's Jr. And then I see, like, and I like that. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it happened. Like, it's a. J- <laughs> <laughs> Wanna fuck my website? <laughs> and then the commercials would be like, Wanna see more? Yeah. Go to GoDaddy and Go click Daddy. on it. Getpenetrated.com. Click now or whatever. And you're like, okay. <laughs> well, I hope I didn't lose you, though. The GoDaddy account. That's Not nah, solid. All I have to do is pay them some more money. It's pretty solid. <laughs> so my stats aren't, but I can see when they go up, and then I'm like, oh, maybe because of that or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's probably best to not be too in your head about it. Yeah, I do check it. You like, seem to not give any fucks, so <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't bother, dude. <laughs> like, if anybody's listening to your two-hour-long podcast where we've rambled about everything, yeah, yeah. like, I'll be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's, I mean, it's perfectly interesting to me, yeah. but it has no rhyme or reason. But a lot of people like that. Mm. When they when they're like <laughs> when they're just like I just want to hear two people bullshit about me funny too. stuff. I I do remember kind of it's been a while. I I listened to a couple podcasts. Yeah, not, not too too many. Yeah, but and sometimes when they just there's like tangents off the rails and you're just like what and then they like bring it back to what they were talking about and you're like okay. <laughs> so Hampton, you know about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> When you comedy, do you? Here's the thing, it sucks. It's kind of cool. I mean, it's like either listen to it. I kind of wonder who enjoys stand up. I always feel like it's people who just want to do stand up. There are people. There are people who do pretty cut and dry enjoy it. Yeah. But um, to me, like, there's very few people who are like on the um. Boy, this is gonna sound weird. Uh, they're just like on the they they really know comedy, like yeah. what's going on actively. Yeah. There's people who are like fans, and they're like, oh, I love every Rich Pryor, George Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> like they just like it's like all right, like cool. <laughs> like you do know people, and they got the names down. Like there's people who be like, 
George Charlie. They don't even know his name. You know what I mean? Like, it's that. Wait, I want that character to keep naming more comics. I bet you couldn't even get like George Charlin. Out of ten people you ask on the street, I bet you not all ten would even know Richard Pryor's name. Yeah, like it's that. It's that under, and he's the most. Yeah, yeah. that, that's objectionable too, but maybe he is. Uh, he's in like a. He's top, on t-shirts, top like you know three. what I mean. Like, like yeah, so yeah. you could make a case that it's like if there was a guy who's just, you know known for stand-up. Uh, yeah, yeah, just for being a funny guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, yeah, but of like people who are like really on the cut. <laughs> I didn't want to say cutting edge, but like <laughs> who say know <laughs> like what's kind of new about comedy. Those people all want to do comedy. <laughs> yeah. Like, or or want to be involved no in it at some who's point. Who's like, I know everything about stand up, and I'm not affiliated with it at all. <laughs> Zero interest to try it. <laughs> I've like, never been interested in trying it. I know it. who Pete Holmes, Kyle Kanan is, <laughs> and I have zero interest to do it. <laughs> like, I don't know if that person exists. Yeah, or if if it's not to do stand up. Or try it, then it's to be like involved in the comedy world. Yeah, it's absolutely at some point to like be part of in a, in a lot of capacity. Yeah, it's like yeah. I just mean like involved, like yeah, totally. Because it is a huge community. Manager, Asian. Yeah, and it's it's a really welcoming community of like, yeah, you think that person's funny? They're funny. Like, not everyone knows that they're funny. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that could be validating <laughs> if you're into that shit. You're into that bullshit. You're into that bullshit. Hey, we all think this guy's funny. (laughs) I don't think that's happening. (laughs) Guys, we're all agreed. Yeah, I'm sure not everybody's petty in their own ways. Where they're like, that motherfucker ain't funny. (laughs) Who's that character? Let's let's talk to him. That motherfucker ain't funny. That's just the voice inside of your head that's like, that motherfucker ain't funny. <laughs> yeah. I know that motherfucker ain't funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this has been a good episode. What a, um, plug, uh... Oh, I have an album? <laughs> yeah, plug stuff. I wish I mentioned it at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, every, uh, everyone's getting all the way through this episode. You can go, uh, find it. It's not on my website yet because I've been kind of lazy about putting uh, up a whole new page. For What's the, it called? For the new, uh, it's called Bearable. And uh, you can find it on iTunes or Spotify or AspecialThing.com. And I like it. What's AspecialThing.com? AspecialThing.com is the uh, record label oh, cool. that uh, put out my album. And they started out as a... It's like a comedy forum. Huh. I mean, that's how I basically found out about every comic Cool. When I was growing in uh, Virginia, like going to college, like oh, so it's been around like, a while. It, it can't, a special thing is a joke on um, the Tenacious D song, where it's like it's a special thing. They're talking about friendship. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> that like was a website that was basically like when Mr. Show came out, yeah. and then Tenacious D came out. That was like the first time like people were like. There's definitely something kind of going on here with like there's a LA scene yeah. thing because the LA scene kind of helped start 
other scenes like respecting that you could have a scene. Like, yeah. There had to be an LA scene first, even going on, and that was like different cross panels and all those people yeah. who created the cool kind of you know mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> anyway, so there was this forum, and that's where like people would talk about shows and criticize comedy in a very realistic way. Oh, where it was cool. like fans of comedy this is kind of and a lot of those people did go on to start doing comedy but it was a big board it's like thousands and thousands of people yeah like you know so they'd uh see a show at like largo yeah and then be like paul Tompkins went up he did this joke about this it's gotten a lot better since the last time that he did it where i saw that he did this so it was like really like breaking it down interesting yeah Yeah, like to me that was fascinating and like um then they started a podcast which was okay. uh, a special thing, radio.com, which was, like, the best interviews I'd ever heard. And yeah. it was, like, they're hour-long. I think they still exist. There's, like, 16 of them. But it was, like, interviews with uh, Zach Galifianakis yeah. before, right before anything. Like, he was doing Man, Di- uh, Man Bites Onion. Dog. Before Purple Onion yeah, yeah. special. It was, like, when he was cast as Just Off a of True Calling, got Man Bites Dog. Oh, wow. And it's, like, him talking about, like, comedy what he thinks and yeah. uh Pat Oswalt and so it was like and Jim Gaffigan like it's all these incredible comics talking and then they that Doug Loves Movies kind of came out of that like mm-hmm. all these podcasts started like I don't I mean like what a special thing radio was doing was like so informative and it was the first time it was like you're a comic explain to me what like yeah. your thoughts are yeah about it and then that's been like replicated since like a lot innumerable yeah Yeah. (laughs) I mean that's just what you know comics do now is but I mean it was like getting an interview with Patton Oswalt where he's just like I don't know if anyone's gonna ever hear this like and talking for like an hour and a half and then like later on on the board he was like actually he said in the podcast he's like he gave an interview but then he like changed his mind about stuff so there's like an active conversation about comedy and like I don't know, to me that was just so informative. And then they put out like records that were like Jonah Ray's, Paul of Tompkins, um, yeah. Doug Benson, and like Jen Kirkman's, which were very like important to me when I started out because it was like the first like new generation of comics yeah. putting out like it, like it was happening. Through, as I'm through doing, this thing that as you I'm love. doing stand up, yeah, good releases are coming out yeah. by like smart comics that yeah. are interesting. Yeah. Um, so I can't really. I, I wish that website was uh, <laughs> still kind of kept in that same esteem. You know, it was kind of a time and a place thing. I think it's a little yeah. Oh, harder I was gonna, now to go on there. Um, how long ago did you move to LA? Like five years ago. From Virginia? Yeah. Virginia. Oh. Cool. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I did it. <laughs> Own it, Hampton. I mean, I at least did it. <laughs> you moved to LA. Cool. Literally, literally anyone can do it. I mean, a bunch of assholes do it. Every day. Yeah. Just tons of people. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. Get out of here, assholes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think we covered a lot. Yeah. What's your What's your Twitter? At Hampton yet? Yeah. Pretty solid. Yeah. And if you don't know how to spell it, it's in the episode title, so... H-A-M-P-T-O-N-Y-O-U-N-T. I said it's in the episode title! Yeah, <laughs> just wanted to prove I could spell my own name. Well played. Well played. Well played. <laughs> Alright, well this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. 
in Hampton yet? 